This is We Have Options, hosted by me, personal finance expert, Dominique Broadway. I left my career as a financial advisor to the 1% to help the 99% build generational wealth. No matter who you are, you have options, and I am here to help you turn those options into dollar signs. If you're just diving into the world of options and have a lot of questions, Believe me, you are not alone. I get a ton of questions from my community on Discord and on Instagram and all my other DMs, TikTok, Facebook. And today I am going to be answering some of the most common questions that I hear all the time. All right. So let's start out with the first one. The the question I feel like I get literally almost every day. Dominique, what are some of the companies on your watch list? Now, of course, I share my entire watch list with all of my students in Wealth to Mystified. So I can't give you my entire list, but I'm going to give you some of my favorite companies that I trade probably multiple times throughout the week and also how you can create your own watch list of your favorite company. So some of the companies that I trade, I will say the companies I trade most frequently are Apple, Tesla, and this is a, a, a index fund, but the QQQ and the SPY. Those are probably the stocks that I trade the most frequently. Um, and I really like Tesla because of all the craziness that Elon Musk is doing right now. Tesla has these big runs. And as you guys know, big runs, big jumps, big falls allow you to profit a lot of money. So those are probably the companies and index funds that I'm trading the most. So the QQQ, the SPY, Apple, and Tesla, okay? Now, those are just a few of the companies on my watch list. I have tons of other companies on my watch list from uh, JP Morgan to Neo, um, you know, all these different types of companies as well. And I like to have a mix. So when I'm creating my watch list, I want to have a mix of companies in different industries and different sectors, right? So companies in the AI space, technology, financial, right? And so I like to look at companies in all different sectors. It also gives me a good idea of how also the market's doing in general, right? Because these are some of the biggest movers and Shakers in, in the space. Another company is also Amazon and, and Google, right? So these are also all just some of the big, big companies who tend to have big jumps throughout the day and sometimes throughout the weeks as well. And like I said, allow for more profits. All right. So those are some of the companies on my watch list, but take some time and make a list. Look around and, and see like what brands and companies do you use and frequent, right? So if I'm looking at my desk right now, um, I see that Amex, right? There's an Amex card sitting here. There's a Chase card sitting here. Uh, Visa, Starbucks, Apple, HP, Warby Parker, right? These are some of the brands that are literally sitting on my desk right now that I already purchased and I already love. And these will be great places to start investing in great places or great companies to start adding to your watch list. So you don't necessarily have to copy my watch list. I would say figure out the companies that you love and those are some of the best ones to start adding to your watch list. Okay, first question done. Next question, what is a limit order? What is a limit order? So I can't tell you what a limit order is without telling you what a market order is. So Market order and limit order are basically two types of orders, right? Or order types. Um, and essentially, this is how I like to explain it. So a market order is when you say, like when you go into Target, right? So if you go into Target right now and you see this lipstick, okay? Let's say this next, this is a NARS lipstick. So let's say if this lipstick is selling for seven bucks, okay? You go into Target, you're like, oh, it's $7, cool, I'll take it. 
You go and you purchase it. You have just paid the market price for this lipstick. Now, let's say if you walked into Target and you saw this lipstick and you said, Target, I will only pay $5 or less for this lipstick. And if I can't get it for $5 or less, I don't want it. That is what a limit order is. That is you determining or stating, this is the price that I'm willing to pay for this option or for this stock or whatever. And if I can't get it at this price, I don't want it, right? Now, obviously you cannot walk into Target and just tell them or demand prices that you're willing to pay. However, in the stock market, you can. You can literally say, hey, I only want my order to be executed or filled if I'm able to get this lipstick for $5 or better. If it's $8 or $7, I don't want it. But if it's $5 or better, then I want this order to be filled. That's literally diff the difference between a market order and a limit order. So a limit order is literally literally you telling the market or telling, telling the broker that this is the price that I want to pay. And if I don't get this price, I don't want it. Okay, boom. That's literally what a limited limit order is. It's you setting the price that you want your order to be executed at. And we typically will set limit orders if we are entering a trade. And also we may have a limit order set or a stop limit order set when we are exiting a trade, okay? So that's the difference between a limit order and a market order. Next, let's talk about or answer this question. Retirement accounts. Can I trade options in my retirement account? Now, this is something that a lot of people do not know, but the answer is yes. You can, you actually can trade options in your retirement account. And let me tell you something, to me, it is one of the best kept secrets out there. And also just to preface it, not all retirement accounts will allow you to trade options. So it's important for you when you're looking at your retirement accounts to see if this is a feature that the company itself offers and if that is something that you can even do within your retirement account, right? Because there's a lot of companies that offer retirement accounts but may not even offer options trading, okay? But let's say example, uh, Robinhood, right? So Robinhood actually just opened up or just launched their retirement account or Fidelity or TD Ameritrade, right? These are all big brokerages, you can open up a Roth IRA and you can trade uh, options within that Roth IRA if they allow so. And the cool things with Roths is that you don't pay taxes, right, on those earnings, right? If you leave it in there until, until uh, retirement age. So that means that if you're making money trading options, right, tens of thousands of dollars or whatever, you don't have to pay taxes on that money. That's absolutely amazing. And that's one secret that a lot of people do not know. So yes, you can open up a retirement account. And I always say, if you can do a Roth, do a Roth, do your trading inside of that Roth because you don't have to pay taxes on that money. Okay, you heard that Jim here. Okay, next question. How do you decide which option in the option chain to purchase, okay? So when you're looking at options, right, and the option chain is kind of like, I like to say almost like the menu, right, <laughs> of all of the different options that are available, right? That's what the option chain is. And inside of your option chain, you're gonna see a lot of different things, right? You're gonna see um, the company name is typically there, obviously always gonna be there. Um, and then you're gonna see all these strike prices and that's where people get confused, right? There's all these different prices, right? All these different numbers to the left. And you're like, well, how do I know which number to pick? Now, there's a couple things that I like to look for when I'm deciding which option to pick. Um, and before we go into that, the biggest thing that you need to make sure you understand is what the Greeks are. So we did an episode on the Greeks and the ins and outs of how they work. So we'll drop the link in the show notes so you can go and listen there. But looking at and understanding what all of the Greeks are within 
right? Or what their their numbers are within that option, right? Looking at the delta, the gamma, the vega, the rho, right? Um, one of the biggest things I like to look at is the delta. Um, I like to look for an option that has at least a delta of a 0.50, right? 0.50. So that means that every time um, that the uh, share price moves by at least a dollar, that this option will 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 uh, increase increase or decrease in price by 0.50, right? Per share or 50 cents per share or whatever that number is, okay? So I'm always looking for a delta of at least 0.50, right? So that's one of the biggest things. I'm looking at a strike price that's close to being in the money, meaning that a strike price that is close to where the current share price is, right? So that's one of the things. I'm looking for a strike price that's close to being in the money and then looking for a delta that is at least 0.50, right? Those are some of the things that we're looking for. And then also looking at the volume, right? Looking at the volume, looking at the open interest, right? How many people, um, how many other people are looking <laughs> at this option? Is it just me and my cousin? Like, or is there thousands of other people who are also looking at this option to let you know that maybe you're also looking at, at an option that, that other people are interested in and it's not just you. That also means that you have a higher probability of this option being successful, right? So those are just some of the things that we want to look for. I think for a lot of people, they're just opening up their option chain and just picking whatever one is most affordable, right? And a lot of times the option that's going to be the cheapest, right? If you scroll all the way up to the top of the option chain, right? The strike price that's furthest away from wherever the current share price is, those options are going to be cheaper. But if you actually open them up and look at the Greeks, you'll see um, that their delta may literally be 0.02, meaning you may get two cents every time the stock moves a dollar. So if I'm getting 50 cents every time the stock moves a dollar and you're getting two cents every time the stock moves a dollar, yes, we're all making money, but you're making way less than what I'm making. You're not going to see the gains that I'm getting because I'm making more every time the stock moves. So sometimes the cheapest option, most of the time, the cheapest option may not be the best option. You want to make sure that you're looking at the Greeks, you're looking at the strike prices. Where is it? Is it in the money, out of the money? So those are some of the things that you want to look for when you're deciding which option to actually pick in the option chain, all right? Next and last, but certainly, certainly not least, uh, last question, what are some good options, strategies, what are some good option strategies if I don't have a lot of money to invest? So I always say, if you don't have a lot of money to invest, some good option strategies may be to purchase single options, right? So just buying a, a single option, maybe not buying a call and a put or doing any fancy strangles or straddles or advanced strategies, but looking for options that may be a little bit more out of the money, but may have a little bit more further out of an expiration date, right? So you can look for options that, as we mentioned, options that are in the money, which are close to the share price, they are going to cost you more. But if you look a little further up, options that are out of the money, right, that are further away from the share price, they're going to cost you less. So as I said, you're going to make money off of them. You're just not going to make as much money because the delta is probably going to be lower. So that's what I would recommend if you're like, hey, I still want to be able to take advantage of this option trade, but maybe I'm going to have to buy an option that's a little bit more out of the money so that I can start building up my portfolio so that eventually I can start to purchase options that have higher deltas. Another thing to keep in mind, if you think that a stock may be about to have a big swing, you can sometimes buy a option that is a little further out that may be cheaper and eventually that delta could increase. That's the cool thing with deltas. Deltas are variable. 
delta, the delta rate is a variable rate, meaning it can increase and it can decrease, right? So let's say if that stock price does start to get closer to the um, option that you purchase that may have been out of the money at the time, that delta can start, can go from being 0.02 to 0.50 to 0.70 to 0.90, right? It can actually start to go up. So I would say still, you can still get in and, and, and purchase your options, but I would say look for, you know, maybe options that maybe a little bit more are in your budget and then focus on building your portfolio up from there. Okay. Another thing you can do is look for what we call leaps, right? Those are strat those are options that are a little bit further, or I'm sorry, or at least a year out as far as expiration goes. Now, they may cost you a little bit more, but if you don't have tons to invest, um, this will buy you more time, right, for this option to go in the direction that you want. So if you don't have tons to invest, but you're like, hey, I also don't want to risk losing tons of money, right, that could also be good because it have you have way more time to ensure that this option is going to perform the way you want it to perform. And it also can even provide some sort of hedge, right? So let's let's say if you have calls on Apple, right? You could also go in and purchase a put on Apple so that in the event that let's say like if today if Apple stock is down, cool, your put would end up being profitable. And that's another way for you to just kind of scrape and take profits from there as well, right? So those are some strategies that you can use if you don't have tons of money, but you want to start building up your options and investing portfolio. We Have Options is a production of Money News Network. We Have Options is written and hosted by me, Dominique Broadway. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie.